I want to tell you, I am so proud of this church. This is exactly what Jesus is talking about in the scriptures, is that when we go, when we reach out to those who are less fortunate than we are, and we provide a meal for them. There was one lady that I was talking to, and she was sharing with me about, um, you know, she'd been in line, all that kind of stuff, and she just broke down and cried because she was so thankful for what this church was doing for her. And then she said to me, she said, Pastor Bob, she goes, I'm going to, I promise you that when we have our meal and when I grab all of my friends or my family that are going to be there, and she said, I'm going to have to invite more because the turkey was so big. But she said, I promise you, after we say grace, I'm going to thank God for Central Community Church. Isn't that awesome? That's just great. So that's what it looks like. That's what it feels like to be the hands and the feet of Jesus. And what an incredible, incredible time. Well, I want to welcome you to our worship service here this morning, and I'll welcome all of you who are worshiping with us online, and I want to just make a quick announcement that next weekend we start our Advent series, and it's called A Christmas Like None Other, and we are going to be preparing our hearts for Christmas time, and that's what Advent is all about, and so next week, our first that we're, or the first uh, message that you're going to hear is a message of preparation, how we prepare our hearts for the coming of the baby Christ Jesus. Now, today, we're focused on Thanksgiving, and my prayer is that you would learn to live a life of gratitude, and I'm going to give you a challenge at the end of the day that I hope that you'll take. It's a 30-day challenge, and I promise you that if you do, your, your, your life is going to be different. Your family, your spouse, they're going to notice a difference in you simply because you began to live a life of gratitude. Now, you heard TJ tell the story of the 10 lepers. How many of you have heard that story before? We all have, right? It's a great story. In a story where Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, and the Bible tells us that he comes between Judea and Samaria, and while he's there, he's entering a town, and there's these lepers that are crying out to him, and they say, Jesus, have mercy on us. Now, remember that the lepers in those days, they had to be separated from everyone else. They were outcasts, and so they cried out to Jesus, and the thing that I am just amazed at is that the creator of this world heard them, and the Bible says he saw them. And isn't it amazing? God sees you wherever you are. You may be in the valley right now. God sees you. You may be on the mountaintop. God sees you, and he's there to join you in whatever you're going through. But he gave these men, he gave them something to do. And the reason he did that was that he wanted them to demonstrate their faith. Remember what he said? He fulfilled the law and he said, go show yourselves to the priest. But then the Bible says there was one. And you remember who he was? He was a Samaritan, wasn't he? And on his way, the Bible says that he saw that he was being healed and he stopped and he went back. And what did he do? He gave Jesus thanks. He said to him, thank you. He fell down and worshiped him. And so when Jesus said, you're healed, it's not only was he healed, but the Bible tells us he was saved. Now, here's what I want to focus on today, and I think it's something that sometimes we forget. In that story that we read in Scripture, nowhere does it ever say that Jesus commanded us to be thankful, does it? And yet... He expected it, didn't he? In other words, his response was, so where's the other nine? Today, 
we're going to learn and we're going to focus on how to live a life of gratitude. And you may be asking, well, what's the big deal about that? Here's the re reason for it. Number one, you're healthier. Number two, it makes you mentally stronger. Number three, you sleep better when you live a life of gratitude. Number four, it releases aggression. And oh, do we need that in the world today, don't we? Especially after you've watched the news. But the last thing about it is the reason why this is so important is because it makes us look once again like Jesus. Remember, we're talking about things right now that help us so that we can become a church and know not for what we're against, but for what we're for. And today, I want you to experience what it means to live a life of gratitude. Now, here's the kicker, no matter what you're going through. I'm gonna say that again, no matter what you're going through. And so I have a friend here today who's gonna help me. Would you please welcome to the stage, Mr. Mark Franker. <laughs> All right, Mark, have a seat. Welcome to my table. <laughs> so Mark and I know each other because Mark and I played basketball together in college. And uh, I know yesterday he was talking to some of our people. Hey, I heard somebody told me in between services that somebody invited you to church. And then they were surprised when they saw you up on the platform today. <laughs> I said, you know what? That's good that you just, that they, that you inv they invited you. But um, so uh, we've known each other for a long, long time. And Mark lives in? Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland, okay. And um, one of the things that's kind of funny is that you have a life group that is a part of our church here, isn't it? Yes. And so this is a great commercial for life groups. <laughs> yes, okay? it is. Corey's going to love us for this. That's right, right. <laughs> so for all of those watching online, um, you guys have a life group. So tell us a little bit about this life group. Okay, um, Bob and I got reconnected about two and a half years ago at a basketball reunion of our team. And uh, so I kind of got connected more with Bob. And uh, my, my wife has to be really the, the center point for this. She got home and we got online and, and uh, we just, we got connected. And it was like, we, I think the first one we did was Vision 2020. And uh, it just touched us all and our group just grew and grew and grew and then COVID came and we couldn't go to church <laughs> and then it was like it just was a blessing that God gave us uh, of getting reconnected and then becoming part of this church I always call it my bonus church uh, because we go to church in Baltimore but it's uh, just you know there's with social media today there's so many things you can do that are good uh, to 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 better yourself with, you know, just like this, finding your online service, finding your online, doing all of it remotely. I walked in this church this morning about two hours ago, the first time I'd ever been in here. So it's, you know, it was all online. Yeah. And that's just God reaching out to us in a different way that we didn't have sure. years ago. So how many people do you have in your group? Well, we started out with a core of about two or four of us, and it grew up into the, the high teens and the early, the low 20s. And some people could come more than others and this mm -hmm. and that. And then we did it online. Then we did it on Zoom, you know. And, but it just a really neat way to add to our, 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 our walk with the Lord. In a, okay. um, yeah. So you brought some guests with you. You want to tell us who you brought with us? I brought my wife with me, Kelly. Kelly and I have been married for 26 years. And we're going to talk a little bit about my cancer story later, but 
we got married, I always say, between chemotherapy and radiation. So we've had a cancer walk a lot of part of our marriage, and she is my rock. She uh, walks by me every day with all my, my, my troubles and everything I had to go through the last nine years. And then we brought Brian and Joni, part of the what we call, back home we call it small group, we call it life group here, and I kind of like that name better, life group. And uh, they've joined us, and uh, they're here with us today, too, from Maryland. And uh, they have been just incredible friends uh, for us on our walk through faith. And uh, ever since, I always say I met them two weeks after I met Kelly. And I always say that I thought Kelly was showing me off to them, but I think she was trying to get her approval. (laughs) Is this guy okay? Good for you. Good for you. So we've known them a long time, and they're So you have some water there for you in case you need it. And they put our initials on there. I saw that. I had the wrong one, so I took a drink. (laughs) I spit it back in there so you'd have yours, and I took mine. So we're we're all good, okay? Okay. So one thing is, Mark, is we probably have some of our teammates who are watching because we told them that uh, we were going to be doing this today. And so let's kind of jump into this. Let's jump okay. into Denver a couple years ago. Okay. So we got together, we got, our, we got our basketball team back together, and tell them the reason why. Well, uh, a couple of our teammates got this reunion together, and I had uh, gone through kind of my first part of my cancer journey, and uh, it, it kind of rapidly increased. Uh, I had uh, prostate cancer that went to uh, spread beyond the prostate, went to my bones, went to my ribs, went to my shoulder, and... The guys, they moved up the meeting. They're afraid I wasn't going to make it. Um, yep. And at that time, you know, I go to Johns Hopkins, one of the best hospitals in the world, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm a numbers guy. I looked at the numbers, and it looked like they have 22,000 people in their, their database for doing these numbers. And I got there and saw that there's about a 3% survival rate once it metastasized to your bones all over. And um, so... They moved up the date. I think they thought I wasn't going to be there. Yeah. So, I, mean, I, mean, uh, I mean, honestly, we did. And yeah. we thought, you know what? And we've known each other so long, and here we are. We've, it's probably 30-some years. Yeah. And we thought, you know what? If we're going to get together, let's get together. So we go for the weekend to get together, and I had a test the week before I left, and my numbers had even gotten worse. And now it has spread to my skull. And, and the numbers thing, you know, I'm, you probably think I'm a numbers guy. I have to tease Bob a little bit about the numbers because, you know, he was the, the second leading scorer. I was the third leading scorer because he would never give me the ball. But <laughs> I always, uh, my points came from his missed baskets. So. Good. So there weren't too many, were there? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I show up in Denver. A few, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> but I show up in Denver, and now my numbers for five-year survival is less than 1%. And I, I'm crushed. It's a tough journey. And uh, we got together as a team, and Bob had kind of gotten in contact with me a little bit. He knew a little bit more about what was going on with me than the rest of the team, and he made me kind of get up and share what I'm sharing with you today uh, before it got too far, uh, you know, along down the road, uh, what was going on with me, and I shared with a testimony with my team, and, you know, that's part of God's plan for us to do when we have stories of, of healing and stories of, of, of things that we need to share it with them, and there were people on our team, and they better not take it too serious, these guys, but, you know, we all fall, and we fall away where we shouldn't be sometimes, and we need to get back with a closer walk with the Lord, and, and I think it was very, it was very uh, good for us to to share that time together, and and Bob and 
our coach and everybody laid hands on me and prayed over me. So when I showed back up to Baltimore, this all happened in a week. I just left Denver. My teammates have prayed over me. My doctors at Hopkins have told me I'm probably going to have to have hormone treatment for a long time, if not the rest of my life. And we have never cured anybody with stage four prostate cancer here at Hopkins, but we can do a lot for you and this and that. So that later that week, I had CyberKnife radiation to my skull, and I had a round of uh, hormone treatment. And every two months, I would have to go back, and every two months, I'd get a call. Your home, your home, your hormone treatment is set up for you know da da da. During COVID, they said you'll have to come out. We'll give it in the car. And every time my lab numbers came back, there was no cancer. Two months later, no cancer. We're two and a half years down the road. No sign of cancer in my body. It's... It's amazed the doctors at Hopkins. And um, the, even the, the, we have a new doctor that came on board, and we just met with him for the first time. And he says, you might be healed. And it's like... You know, this is when I was told they've never healed anybody. Well, God is still in the business of doing miracles. Just like TJ talked about, there's, there's a lot to be said about prayer. Yeah. And, um, you know, this trip hasn't been easy. This trip is, is hard. And I'm sure everybody here either has themselves or has a, a spouse, a friend, or a relative that's gone through cancer. And it, it's, it's a journey. And it hasn't, it's had a lot of bumps in the way. And it's, it's difficult. Um, but so, so let's, I'm going to take a different path than we did first service. Okay. okay. Um, so when we got together and, and we, we laid hands on you and, and we prayed, you know, Mark, there's a lot of people sometimes that they want to keep what they're going through to themselves. And, and I get it because I know it, it's hard sometimes mm -hmm. to share with people, you know, what you're going through and that type of thing. But What's the benefit that you've gotten from that in letting the word out that you got a tough journey you're on? Yeah, I think it, for me, I'm a little more open about some things than maybe other people are, but I think we need to open up and show what God's done in our life and, and be thankful for that. Because I think it can be encouraging to other people going through this journey to hear that there's hope. You know, not everybody's going to be healed. Um, not everybody's going to have the same to date what I've had happen to me. And, you know, I still go every two months. I still get my numbers checked every two months. I go next month again. And it's, you know, it's kind of some anxiety that goes with it. But I, I just, I've really opened up to share. And it's just, it's just the blessings have been incredible with the, the thanksgiving I give to my Lord and Savior for leading me this far in my path with my cancer journey right now. And just but share it with others. Be thankful. Be thankful for every day that yeah. God gives us on this right. earth. So tell us, um, so how has this prayer encouraged you? I mean, you told, you said that you've got people praying for you literally all over the world, don't you? Yeah. So um, how, tell us, how has that encouraged you in your walk? It's encouraged me to hear, hear that there, you know, people are praying for me. You know, sometimes you'll hear people say, oh, I'll pray for you. Well, if you say that to somebody, you pray for them now. But I, I, it, it is 
you know, social media has, has uh, I'm on Facebook, okay, okay. <laughs> but it's been a tool that I've used in a proper way with my faith right. because I'm reaching people. We have a, a cousin of ours that's going through a difficult time in Spain <sighs> watching today. And there's many things that can be done through <laughs> letting people know your path, what you've been through, what you can do, and how gracious you are for the, the, the thanksgiving to be to, to our Lord and Savior for where he's, what he's led you in your life. Yeah. So. so, Mark, Christmas is coming up. I mean, we got Thanksgiving, and then we have Christmas. Every morning when you wake up, I mean, you're less than a one percenter yes. in the world. Yes. I mean, so what's life like for you? Well, I don't sweat the little stuff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but... No, just to show a heart of gratitude every day, every day the sun comes up, every day you have in this world, uh, just be thankful for what the Lord has done for us because the journey's not easy. And I know some of you today out here might be going through radiation and chemotherapy, and it's not easy, and, and it, it never will be. Um, but th- just to be thankful for every day that God gives you. And I, I said this in the earlier service too, and it's kind of a thing I've said before. You know, I don't... You know, cancer is horrible. I wish nobody would ever have it. I wish there'd be a cure for cancer. And, you know, if we had a cure for cancer, we would all share it with whoever we have. But I, I, I said this earlier. We have something better than a cure for cancer. We have a cure from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that we won't have to go to hell. That we are going to be in heaven with him someday. We need to share that with everybody. Yeah. That, that, that hope and and. Just thank God every day for every day he gives you. Thank him for sending his son to die on the cross for us. Just be thankful every single day for what God has done for us. So, um, Mark, you told us that your wife Kelly's here, and how's your family doing as you go through this? I mean, you even had your children watching in first service. And yes, yeah. They may be watching now. Who knows? They might. But, yeah. <laughs> no, it, you know, it, it, it sounds funny probably to say this, but this cancer journey has probably grown my three kids' faith and, and, and certainly has Kelly and ours. And, and, and in a different way, you know, it's, like I say, it's not what you want to go through. But, you know, to see me very vulnerable going through all this and, and my kids seeing that at a very young age. You know, my daughter was uh, in sixth grade. My, my uh, middle son was in uh, ninth grade. My older child was through in college or beyond. But it just every day they would see me and not in the grandest shape. And I think it just made them, you know, their faith grow to see that what's important in life is their, 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 their relationship with their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at a very young age. Yeah. And, um, you know, when life's going smooth, it's kind of easy to step back and not be, um, you know, maybe where we need to be in our walk. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we think things are going smooth. Oh, I got this under control. Um, you know, sometimes God needs to intervene and, and give us a few stumbles along the way to get us back where we need to be in our walk. You know, since it's so funny because the way you're sitting here, this is not the real Mark. He <laughs> is very loud and he is large and in charge. But anyway, but what I've seen for you in the last couple of days is that you seem to really live your life intentionally. I, I do. I mean... I'm in a 
I'm, I'm out a lot. I'm not in an office with two other people. I'm out in the world. I'm here and there and everywhere. And, you know, I think we need to share it with if it's a friend, if it's family, if it's a coworker, if it's a stranger we see on the street, our neighbor, whoever it is. We need to be, you know, just appreciate the people we deal with and, and share the love of, of Christ with them every day. Yeah. Yesterday, I think I saw you almost get into people's cars <laughs> and sharing with them about, you know, just have a blessed Thanksgiving. And I mean, nobody would have known what you're going through by what they saw as you shared with one another. Yeah. So um, the doctors that, that you work with, I mean, as they look at you and, you know, I think you said what, December 31st is the next time that 21st. You, yeah. next, 21st, yeah. 21st, just yeah. before Christmas. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So, so yeah, so how are you preparing for that? What, how does, what role does your faith... It, it churns on you in your stomach. It's, it's hard. You know, we're in prayer all the time about it um, daily, and, and, and we ask for many other people in our small group back home or friends, family to pray for us. But it, it's a struggle. It's no doubt. You know, you, I walk into those doors every two months, and, you know, am I, you're always like, is it going to be... Am I going to be told it's back? You know, and, and it's, it's very possible. Right now... It looks like a miracle has happened to me, uh, and I'm very, very thankful for that. And, and Satan loves to play with your mind, doesn't he? Oh, he, he does. He loves to plant the He likes seeds to worry and, you. He likes yeah. to make you worry. And no. um, yes, there's no, there's no doubt about that. No okay, doubt. so as I look out at our people here, and we've got people who are going through health issues. We have people that have lost loved ones. We have people that are walking through some valleys. And, you know... Um, we talked a little bit backstage, a little bit about James 1. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so how has this challenged and grown your faith? And what words of wisdom would you give to them as they're walking through their difficult times? Well, I think sometimes when you go through a struggle, some people can run closer to God, but some people can run away. And we, I think we need to look at the struggles that God gives us sometimes to strengthen our faith, that we know that he's there for us, that if we can endure that, that we're going to be stronger in the long run once we go through something like this. And the people around us will be too. And, and uh, yeah. So you married way over your head. I did. I and did. Not quite as far as you, though. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Did you, did you pay him for that? Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. Now I forgot what I was going to ask you. Right, no. um, you know, it's, I mean, just, just seeing you walk this journey, but man, with, with your lovely bride, you know, I mean, how important is the support that you have around you? And what would you say to those who are going through those? Yeah, if, if, if you're going through a cancer journey or a, any health journey, or it doesn't have to be medical, you know, any struggle you're going through, Get a support group around you, whatever it needs to be. It might be family, it might be friends, it might be doctors, it might be whatever. Uh, you know, just get the best people. And sometimes God's going to put people in your path that aren't Christians. There's some of those doctors at, at Hopkins that think they're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but we, we witness to them. We share our love of Jesus Christ with them. So they know where we're coming from because yeah. they are surprised what's going on. So you want to you surround yourself with good people, loving people, a lot of Christ-centered people that need to be there. Yeah. And uh, just yeah. don't be afraid to open up to people. Most people are there to help you, know, to help you through these journeys. And right. I could have never done it alone. Yeah. I never could have done it alone. So what are, some th what are some things that you've seen that God has done in your life or through your life as you've walked this journey 
that just have blown your socks off? Well, I just think the people that have, I'm not saying that they weren't Christian, but maybe they weren't where they should be with their Christian. And, and they've just, it's, it's opened people up to, to, to see myself. I mean, it, it, it really is kind of an, an incredible story. And it's, um, I see people that have changed and how they, you know, they act and how they even just in all things in their life. And it's uh, amazing. And some of these doctors I shared earlier uh, about the, when I was getting ready to go in for the one surgery for the cancer and we were gathered around. I'm on the cart to go into the operating room and, and we gathered to pray. And my doctor is coming out basically to tell me, you know, it's time to come in. And he sees us praying. He goes, let me join in. And that was, I mean, oh, wow. That was yeah, cool. that was, yeah, that was just amazing, you know. And so you can be such a witness in everything that you do yeah. if you, if you, int- you know, intentionally do that, right. to intentionally be thankful to the people. Right. And, so you're a less than one percenter. I'm a less than one percenter. So let me ask you this. Um, I'm sure you've been around others who have been walking with this journey with you, mm-hmm. and they didn't make it. No, I have. And so how does that make you feel? I mean, Mark, do you ever feel like, man, why me, God? Yeah, it's... it's Exactly. Why me? Why me, Lord? So that, I, to me, it's like Lord's got plans for me to do something more than I'm doing right. presently. Um, I, my occupation is in the funeral business, and I I have had to deal with people have lost people that were in the same programs at Hopkins I was that lost their life to this disease. So it's it uh, is very. Um, kind of lost my train of thought there, but we just kind of, to be able to uh, see that and, and, and just know that God's got something in store for me because yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. And I feel that there's a reason I'm still yeah. here. And, we're, 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 you know, I'm sure many of us have friends, family, neighbors that, you know, we, want, we need to still get out and share yeah. the gospel with. And, and this is where we hold on to the promises. Yes. And what that promise is, is for those who are called according to his purpose, his promise is to use it for good. Yes. And so, as we were talking about, you know, it's like, okay, I'm here. I don't know why, but I've got something that I've got to do. And you know what it is, and that is just yeah. to share the love of Jesus with as many people as you can. So, last question then is, what is how does your attitude affect this? How does having a thankful attitude, attitude of gratitude, help you as you walk this journey? I think that Bob mentioned even before we, I got up here on stage the different things of having that type of an attitude. An attitude's a lot of, of can be a lot of your of your walk, and and just to be thankful all the time for many things, and just to uh, it's healthier to go about life that way. Um, you know, I, I used to be a little impatient, a little uh, no, you know, especially at the basketball court. No, <laughs> sometimes I got in with the refs, but you know, it's like you know, it's yeah. just to be able to. Um, you know, be thankful for every day. Be thankful for the people in your life. And, and, and just ask God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to be? This is a little out of my comfort zone to be up here today. And, um, you know, that's, it's a step that I'm glad I took because it's, it's what God wants us to do and where he wants us to be. He wants us to be his hands and feet. And so God's given you a platform right now, hasn't he? Yes. And, you know, it's, you know, people that hear your story, it's like, wow, I need to listen to what he has to say. Well, it's God talking through me. Right, exactly. And, you know, the way you live that life is, man, what an incredible testimony yeah. that you've had for us. All right, so I want to challenge everybody here, and I would like you to take out your worship folder, if you could, please.
And here's what we're gonna do. Um, I'm gonna invite you to join Mark and I and Lori, and we're gonna, I'm gonna challenge you to 30 days of gratitude, okay? 30 days of gratitude, and so here's what I want you to do. I want you to take out your phone, and whether you have an iPhone or an Android, okay, all the directions are here for what, for what you do. And so here's what I'd like you to do. Starting tomorrow, if you wanna start today, you can to practice. But starting tomorrow, I want you to put in your phone a reminder, and that is, is that at a certain time that your phone will reminder, it will send you a reminder to send a note of appreciation, thanks, or love to someone different each day for 30 days who's played a role in your life, okay? So once again, someone different every day for 30 days, I want you to send just a short note, a text, whatever, of, of thanksgiving for them or appreciation for something they've done or just to let them know that you love them. I want you to do that for 30 days. And I promise you something, you're gonna see a change. You're not only gonna see a change in your life, but you're also gonna see a change in those people whom you are touching because they're gonna respond to you. And so starting tomorrow, will you join me? How many of you, would you just by a show of hands, would you raise it? Because we're taking a picture of you right now, okay? <laughs> All right, so that we know. But really, I know there may be some of you guys that are thinking, ah. But you know what? Some of your spouses are praying, oh, Lord, I please help my spouse to take this challenge, okay? Because I'm telling you, it will change you from the inside out. I'm going to remind you about this every week. I'm going to send you some stuff during the week, and I promise you, it'll change your life just simply learning to live in gratitude.